guys are amazing. Thank you, Jennifer. We uh, were reminded in the early service at 8.30 just the great history of music ministry that this church has and been blessed with, enjoyed, but uh, used as a vehicle to worship the living God. And we've seen it in our choir this morning. Thank you for your uh, efforts and in our youth ensemble and uh, the new instruments being added there. And uh, Steve, for your work uh, with all of these elements. Jennifer, with your work with the youth ensemble. And um, so many different people have different roles to play in that music ministry. But uh, I just want to say thank you to you. Uh, I also want to say thanks to this church. I'm humbled to be here today. Um, I've uh, stood here uh, offering messages uh, before, but today is is altogether different, um, and I'm thrilled um, to be just to know that God would work in this way at this time and uh, overwhelmed. I also want to say a welcome and thank you to so many friends. Um, who uh, are here today, even some of our, our very nearest neighbors have come. I, I'm convinced that Susan and I live probably in one of the greatest neighborhoods in all of America. Uh, just last night, uh, we, we live in a floodplain, and uh, uh, our, all of our houses have sump pumps that pump the water off the property uh, to avoid flooding in the house. And guess who's broke? Just last night at about 9.30. Yeah. And uh, two years ago, I... I we had the great idea, well, what if the electric ever goes out and we need our sump pump to work? Well, we bought a generator to, uh, to make uh, just a contingency plan for that, but we never thought about actually having a backup sump pump. So we went knocking on doors around our neighborhood, and, and we finally found one, and we're so happy that our house is dry. Praise the Lord. Um, before I go any further, I just want to uh, invite you to pray. I'm, I'm not going to, I know what time it is. I'm not going to uh, offer a whole uh, full-length message this morning, just a few reflections. But before we do that, I uh, came to, to the knowledge that Miss Carol Jackson, uh, who organizes uh, all of our receptions and, and our uh, food ministry, uh, slipped and fell yesterday. And even this morning, she's at the hospital uh, having her uh, elbow and hip uh, examined. And so... Uh, would you pray with me for her this morning, and uh, we'll continue. Father, we, we thank you that you are a God who knows the full picture of our life. And we've heard today that even in any particular instance, while we may be confused or bewildered by it, you know the full picture in the end from the very beginning, although we don't know that. And so we must put our trust in you We pray that you would help us do that. We lift up our sister Carol. We thank you for her life and her service to so many of us and to this church over so many years. And we ask God in this moment that uh, you would comfort her, that you would uh, bring healing and accelerate that healing into her body. And uh, that you would um, uh, just watch over her. We know you will. We thank you for the gift that she is to us. And we ask your healing touch over her body now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. As I thought a little this morning about what, what, what do you share in a moment like this. Um, Susan uh, did some math for us. We realized 16 years ago, uh, on March 5th, today is March 6th, but 16 years ago on March 5th, uh, I was installed in my first pastorate um, just down the street at Strawberry Community Church. And so timing is, is interesting um, in so many different ways. But as I thought about uh, what, what in the world is a pastor, because you could add so many descriptions to what a pastor is and, and how a pastor and a people work together and how God brings them together. And many things could be mentioned, but I want to mention just three this morning. One is 
is pastoring and, and living Christian life, really, is about loving. And it's about loving each other deeply. John, the Bible writer, describes and challenges us to love each other deeply from the heart. And we're told through the scripture that God has demonstrated his love. Not only has he told us about love, but he's demonstrated, he's given us an example, the ultimate example of what love is in his own sacrifice. So we know that, biblically speaking, love is more than just emoting towards somebody else or or having a strong feeling or urge or impulse toward another. That real love, Jesus' love, is a choice that we make. It's something that we enter into. And something that has to be renewed over and over and refreshed to love each other deeply from the heart. And to be able to love one another requires that we know each other. And it requires relational positions where not only do I have knowledge about you, but I open myself up so that you too have knowledge about me. It's about knowing and being known. If we are to really walk in Christian love and Christian fellowship and community together. So loving requires that we know one another. And here's where it gets a little harder, because loving requires that we're patient with one another. Now, if you're like me, you might kind of say, yeah, boy, I'm patient with a lot of people. But it may take you a little while to think about and to consider just how patient other people are and must be with you. Do you think about that very often? I don't. (laughs) But I invite all of us to think about that this morning. To be patient with one another. Because love is patient. Love is kind. It is long-suffering. That's an old Bible word, an old English translation that we don't really use a whole lot anymore. But I love that compound bringing together of of long, meaning over a long period of time, and and suffering. (laughs) Suffering with each other. And working through issues in life together. Because it's the calling of God. If we're to really love and to be in relationships where love is put to practice, to put to the test. I can write Susan love notes all day long. But until I actually show and demonstrate my love for her, it's pretty meaningless, isn't it? Love requires knowing one another. It requires being patient with each other. And then here's where it gets really fun, I think. Is it is an invitation to strengthen one another. When Jesus talked about the Holy Spirit who would come into the world, he described him as, in one way as being a comforter, one who, who comes with in order to bring strength for your life and ours. If we are to be people of encouragement to others, it's that I am making a choice to come and find ways of bringing strength to your life. And see, I can do that when I know you, And you can do that for me when you know me. And I allow you into my life so that you can be a source of strength and encouragement for me. But strengthening each other, not just to live life, but to live in the way of Jesus. And that brings us continually back to the source of love. Because God is love. You know, we really would have no clue what love really is or what it really looks like had it not been for God demonstrating his great love for us. And that's what he's done in Jesus Christ. 
who came into the world on that very first Christmas. And on that very first Easter, uh, or before that, a few days before, he went to die to demonstrate his love for greater love has no one than this, then he would lay down his life for his friends. So pastoring and being a people together is about loving. Being a people together is about serving. It's about uh, serving God and having a desire and an ability to adjust my life, our lives together, so that we can serve the living God. And my serving of God almost always takes on a tangible quality of serving you, and you serving me, and us serving each other, to serve one another, serving God, and serving each other. So pastoring and being a people together is about loving. It is about serving. And finally, it's about linking. It's about linking together yesterday while we lean forward toward tomorrow. It's appreciating the past. It's honoring the past. It's uh, being amazed and wowed at what God has done and celebrating what he has done since 1960 through this particular church. Of how since 1960 he has guided people to share the great news of Jesus Christ onto every inhabited continent on this planet. We fed the poor together. We have served the abused together. We have ministered at San Quentin together. In fact, the stained glass behind me is a reminder of what God has done through this church to bless those uh, as they have given that gift to this church. It is about honoring and celebrating what God has done in the past. But it's not just there because life is never lived in the past. It's certainly affected by it. But life has to be lived forward. And it is about anticipating the future together. One of my great uh, things I love to do when I uh, officiate uh, weddings, uh, Christy, you know this well, and Aaron, is, um, is a phrase of uh, marriage and love is not about looking and gazing deeply, longingly into one another's eyes. Isn't that a fun part of love? That's a fun part of love, right? But that's not all that love consists of. Because long-term love is not just looking at each other, but it's about standing side by side and looking out in the same direction together and seeing the same thing together and moving forward together because you're looking in the same way. It's anticipating what God will do in the future. Certainly not knowing with great uh, precision always, but celebrating the past while wondering out of all the great things God has done in our past, what if his best days are still yet ahead of us in so many different ways? I believe they are. Now, new seasons can be challenging, can't they? Eric has described the challenge of this church over the past 10 months. The worry, the concern, the, uh, the bewilderment uh, to beloved people who have uh, now departed from our staff. But new seasons can also be rewarding. I remember Noah when he got off of the ark and he built that first altar to the Lord and literally considered the fresh start that God was giving him and all of humanity. When Abraham goes to a new land, he is a picture and a reminder of what it is to trust God into an uncertain future. But because we trust God, we can trust that our future is full and ripe. 
Moses led the Israelites across the Red Sea, and it reminds us that God is strong to save and to to redeem us out of brokenness and out of bondage so that we might be free people, free in Him, spiritually open. Joshua, as they entered into the Promised Land, he found his strength in God. We sung about it today. As he and the people faced impossible odds and obstacles that seemed insurmountable, It was Joshua who was encouraged to be strong and courageous because of what God will do ahead of you. And so the same is true for this church. David, King David, waited patiently for God's timing in his life. Mary and Joseph, they accepted the unbelievable and embraced God's assignment for them. After that very first Easter, Jesus' disciples were so deeply transformed Because they never really expected, they never understood that when Jesus died and he was buried for three days, that he would ever come back to life again. It is only in hindsight that they begin to put together all the pieces and all of the advance notice Jesus had given them that this is what was going to take place. And so their lives are so transformed because Jesus now was dead, but now he stands alive before them. And so their lives are so touched and so transformed that the church was birthed. And we read through the book of Acts about God uh, sharing and spreading his good news with them. I invite you to open to Acts chapter 29 with me. Acts chapter 29. Now before you get too far, I just want to know I tricked you. A couple years ago at a conference, I was tricked just like that. I was invited to open my Bible to Acts 29, and I opened to chapter 28, and I read to the end of chapter 28, and I turned the page, and guess what was there? Romans chapter 1. I said, what? My Bible's broken. There's no Acts chapter 29. But his point was this, and I kind of promise not to trick you um, in the future. I, I, may, I may try to keep you on your toes a uh, time or two. But I like to laugh, and I hope we can laugh together as we move forward. But there is no Acts chapter 29 because the Bible, in many ways, God's work is still being written through churches just like this. God's work continues in places like North Korea and South Korea and in China and Australia. God's work and the the writing of his own life upon people's hearts is continuing in Europe and in Nigeria and in Ethiopia God's work continues even in Tiburon, California, and Mill Valley, and Marin County, and the Bay Area. God is about His work. God is doing His work through this church and other churches and about our future together. I look forward to it. I rejoice in what God has done. I'm praying for you. I so appreciate your prayers for me and our family. And I'd like to invite Cynthia to come. What an exciting morning. My heart's just beating. It's so good. So let's just commit what's happening, this new change, and take some time here and pray to the Lord. Join me. Lord God Almighty, we present ourselves to you today to offer our praise and thanksgiving. You have been this church's shepherd and guide for over 50 years, and you have never forsaken us. You have been with us in good times and in hard times. You gather us together, protect us, and lead us. 
May the favor of our Lord our God rest on Tiburon Baptist Church. Establish the work of our hands. Guide us into the future with your purpose as our only mission. We give you thanks for the people in our history who established and maintained this church. We thank you for Pastor Don and the care and teaching he has provided while we waited on your will to be made known. Bless Don and Anne for the good work that they have done here. Make your way known to them as they move towards new ministry in the place that you have prepared for them. We thank you for the people who served on our search committee for our new pastor. You gave them wisdom, patience, and direction. Now give us unity and purpose as we install Bryce Butler as our new senior pastor. Help us to be good followers and to hear and obey the words you give to him for us and to follow his example as he lives and serves Marin. We have seen that his life reflects his love of you, that love flame burning strong. Let the Spirit's fruit ripen in him in the years that he has ahead of him. Grant him knowledge and wisdom to meet the challenges that he will face. Give him compassion and strength for the people of our church and for the lost around us. Bless him with vision and direction as you lead him on your path for Tiburon Baptist. In the moments when Bryce is walking by the bay or along the way, may he walk with Jesus and hear the quiet whisper of the Holy Spirit speaking and comforting him. May he know that his help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. We thank you for the Butler family who exhibit love and concern for one another. Bless Susan as she takes on an expanded role here. Lift her life and her service to you. Guide her as she learns what you have for her to do here and equip her fully for your service. May she feel your presence daily as she seeks to have her life and ministry count for your kingdom. For Owen and Jake, we ask your loving protection on them as they grow up among us. May we be examples to them of a loving and encouraging family of God. May the lessons and experiences that they have at Tiburon be a blessing to them in their lives ahead. And we pray for your shield of protection around this dear family. Help us to recall in the days to come that we are to care for our pastor and his family as we would care for you. You have given Bryce, Susan, Owen, and Jake to us as a gift. We thank you for them and stand amazed at the path that we have taken over so many years to come to this happy day. You call us to be faithful in loving this family and lifting them up in prayer regularly. And now, as we install Bryce, we ask that he would be filled with the knowledge of your will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, so that he may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing you, Father, bearing fruit in every good work, and growing in the knowledge of God. May Bryce be strengthened with all power, according to your glorious might, for all endurance and patience, with joy, giving thanks to the Father who will enable him. We, your people, give you praise for hearing our prayer. We rest in our trust of your response. The only words that we have left are to lift to you the ones that your son Jesus taught to his disciples so that we can give them back to you this morning. Join us, join me in praying the, um, our Father prayer in whatever your own heart language is. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against you. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen.